Mr. Teej, welcome to a crazy little thing called this little podcast where we like to say crazy becomes relatable. Yes, and today we are in our adulting bag with an episode titled Ho, Ho, Ho. Yes, yes it is. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite holiday, (laughs) Hovember. Just kidding. We are getting into ho phases because I feel like all of us have dabbled in the arts. But before we jump into that, I feel like it's been forever since we've recorded an episode, even though it probably only has been two weeks. But how have you been, Nat? Has it been two? No, actually. Has it? I feel like it has. Yeah. I don't know. They're all starting to blend together at this point. <laughs> all blur. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all a dream. I don't know. When I was writing, like, what my past two weeks had looked like, trying to, like, you know, prepare for today, I really couldn't think of anything. This literally just has been a blur. Right. I don't remember where things. I know. So, aside from work, mm-hmm. work. Work, 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 work. Mm hmm. Just like Rihanna said, after work, it all just becomes a blur. Work and sleep. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much been it. <laughs> I'm excited to, for the things coming up to go see family and whatnot. When? What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, Easter. Okay. You got a little, just a tad little while. Yeah. Was that what, three weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks. Okay. And next week is Crystal's birthday. Um, are we are doing anything? I don't think so. I mean, it's my brother's birthday next week too actually oh they're on the same day the 8th yeah yes so but other than that my two weeks just have been you started working out again though i've been getting notifications i mean when i wear it oh but i need to do better if you know better mood not in the mood. No, not in the mood. There's any other things that I need to do that I say, okay, well, I need to do this instead of going work out, but then I don't do the things that I need to do. So. That happens. That's also part of adulting, you know, prioritizing. Prioritizing is not one of my strong suits. Um, Honestly, me because either. I'll think about all the things that I have to do and I'll actually do them. I'm really good at thinking. Okay. That's. Look at me giving myself a compliment. Good job. Hype yourself up. <laughs> Hype <laughs> yourself up. How have your two weeks been? I feel like it has been, for me, a busy two weeks. Work has been crazy for me and still operating solo. Um, so handling the work of two people by my little lonesome. And we've had four big events in the past two weeks. So that's been... Eh. Um, what else has been going on? Therapy has been going amazingly. Amazingly? Yeah. That's that's right. Yeah. I just said it weird. <laughs> so yes, it's been uh I feel like this is our first episode since this time change. And it's very weird recording this while the sun is out. Yeah. I feel like it's usually like a little darker than this, so it's more vibey, you know. Um, but now it's just like 
day mm-hmm. right when we have our lights on it's just blinds open um other than that oh I, chiropractor that has been life-changing for me i actually feel loose and limber if you were, literally <laughs> and i was super scared because like you see those videos of like people and then it'd be sounding like when they crack it's like the loudest cracks ever there's obviously mics somewhere because it'd be just so it's not even almost like that now the neck the neck part is still weird to have happen because i've been what three days now when friday saturday and today because they were like trying to be aggressive because i'm like broken literally i'm broken prior to the chiropractic stuff a mantra a mantra um so like i've been going and like the neck portion it just never gets any easier to like prepare yourself. It doesn't hurt. It's just like the fact of, you know, like you see movies where people like snap people's necks and they die. Which makes me wonder like how hard do you have to snap? Yeah. Because they be doing that shit to me on both sides and I just be like, yeah. It makes me cringe watching people like pop their necks. And so, yeah, you know. And see, I go to the joint. And so like I was telling you kinda, it's like just in, like there's the reception area or whatever. There's like a wall partition. And then right behind it is just three like massage-esque tables and it's just out in the open. So this is the first time I've went where there's been someone else back there, but it was also a black lady too. And she was just chilling. Um, so you're just like, like there. Okay, pops like right mm-hmm. next to each other. Well, there was a, this time there was a bench between us. So I've never had to be like by somebody while they're doing it. But I mean, literally it takes like 10 minutes. Uh, like you're not in there for long. I mean, you're clothed too. So yeah, you're not naked. It's not a massage <laughs> like that. So it's just like, who's just there? And it was like, pop, pop. And it was funny today. I heard the lady like, like in the videos, be like, ooh. Like I kept hearing her. Like I'll be quiet when I'm yeah. done. I was like, okay, okay. And then he's like, okay, turn and turn. And I'm just like chilling. And then she's over there like, oh yeah, that was it. That was it. And I'm like, I want to get to that point <laughs> where I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Exactly, exactly. But I will definitely say in those three visits, I definitely see an improvement because I know I was having my sciatica issues. Because remember I would tell you like when I would lay down for long periods of time, my my like thigh would start like tingling and go numb. I don't have that issue anymore. Like, is related, but I think he tried to explain it to me. He made some joke, though. The guy that I, I went to him yesterday and Friday, but I had a new guy today because he doesn't work on Sundays. But he was telling me, like, the joke when you go to chiropractor school that the teacher tell you is today we're going to teach you how a pain in your foot can cause a headache because everything is so interconnected yeah. because the nervous system and stuff like that. And he he showed me, like, on the skeleton and shit, like, how. Well, this is what's happening. So that nerve can do it and it causes the muscles to tighten. But they explain everything before they do the initial. Like they don't explain it every time afterwards, but they like go through your diagnosis and treatment plan, all this stuff. And so it's been I I feel a difference. I feel like I used to have like no not no limited mobility in my right shoulder right i couldn't use my right shoulder um and so like now with him like stretching and like popping pop locking and dropping it like i'm able to stretch it more still not perfect but i can see progress in it so that's been good um that's definitely been kind of the highlight yeah i guess of my thing with my two weeks is finally getting that taken care of because the nigga was in pain you said it was pretty um like affordable too. Yeah, and because it doesn't go through insurance or anything like that. And I did the wellness plan, which is $79 a month and you get four sessions per month with that. So wasn't that bad. I said I was gonna try it out for two months. I've already done what, three sessions now? I go again twice next week and then two times the following week. 
So we'll see um, before I keep that and keep spending all my money. <laughs> but again, it's helping, so I can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourself, people. 2022. Okay, literally. Right, <laughs> right. You're jumping the gun. Um, but, but yes. So, I mean, that's pretty much you've been focusing on yourself these past two weeks. I have. Um, keep it up. Thanks. You ain't gonna focus on yourself. Right, nobody, because yeah. there ain't nobody shit around you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's been happening around here? The house? Yeah. In the past two weeks, not really. Terminex, with yeah, <laughs> the Beatles, <laughs> and not the music group. <laughs> it is so funny because this time of year, these Beatles cheeses, they mm-hmm. mean, I'm not even gonna say how I want to say because I feel like we need to give a trigger warning if I'm joking about that, but they mm. just be throwing themselves, themselves at. I- our door because of the light and funny enough so we were sitting on the couch last night watching them do their dance and so this morning when i went to like i don't know if i throw out the trash or what it was i did i went outside and they still be alive they just be on their back legs kicking like what and so i'm like what are you what is the purpose i wonder what they eat like what do they at this point probably each other because they can't move (laughs) it's like they're all dead our front door is like world war ii uh battleground it's so many of them and i'm just like why it feels good to have a brain even though some people don't use them but because they just be just running into the the little thing like the birds when you clean the wind with the windex that's what they do and it's weird but i feel like they gotta know that is a door. I think they're just like attraction to the light just blinds them literally. Probably. Probably. <laughs> but that's what that's something about the house. That's not what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Uh, what has been going I, on? I, I hope I know. Like, <laughs> we got some new neighbors. <laughs> oh yeah. Which they haven't been they've been quiet. Like I'm which granted the neighbors before them were quiet. It was always homeboy across the street and the people next door. Uh oh. Oh yeah, next oh to the, the this uh, yeah, but yeah. Who I was about to say, you know, we've been living here what two and a half? Two, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just recently started waiting at Homeboy across the street. I don't talk to not like I don't now, talk to nobody. I will talk to the people the the I guess the Africans next door. Yeah. They're super nice. They're sweet, yeah. But um, nobody else could but care I don't think less. I've ever t- actually like just driving up one time they were outside and I said, Hey, um, uh, the one time I talked to her, I was outside washing my car, and she was like, "Do y'all have a white Kia, or do y'all have a guest with a white Kia?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "Oh, I hit it one morning, and I was trying to." F-. And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, not us." An on soul is gonna keep her. Right, right, right. Some people would have just kept, kept information and kept on pushing. I'm one of those people. <laughs> but no, I think my mom was here one weekend, and. He was outside. And it's just like, I don't know, it's so weird because my daddy speaks to everybody. My daddy knows all his neighbors. And I'm like, we have literally just been living. We know about all, him. <laughs> all his business. All his business. All his, which will be tied into this episode because, oh boy. <laughs> but, like, we never just, like, like said, hey, like, I, that is just such strange. Never had any type of conversation with yeah. them. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't necessarily have a conversation, but I, I want to be friendly with my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, neighborhood. Maybe once you move, since yeah. you'll be kind of there more permanently. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, my neighbor's next door at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. I don't you know if you know that, but it was, she was my brother's pre-K teacher. 
Oh no, I didn't know that. And so when like we moved in, we realized that, and she brought us a picture, like oh, that's of funny. them and whatnot. And then now they're still friends. Like they go for every holiday, bring food back and forth. That's good neighbors. And, my parents are like, like that for mm. sweets and stuff. Bring it back and forth. I can't see myself doing that. I just be like mind. Your husband comes and like used to fix stuff if things were broken and they needed something. I'm like you know. Neighbors used to be the person you go to, right? Rice, you know, mm-hmm. like or salt or sugar or something like. You never know when you gonna need your neighbor. I, but just, the only thing I remember about neighbors is back when I was in high school and like when my parents would go out of town because my curfew on weekends was like two in the morning, and so if they'd be out of town and then I'd go, I remember if I came in late, mm-hmm. later than two o'clock, and they, my parents would ask them and they would snitch. So I don't have, I guess, the <laughs> best of experiences with neighbors, um, and I would never want to be that neighbor to someone. Right. But you know, sure. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. But I guess for my parents, they were like, oh, yeah, thank you for letting us know. Jacoby, Miss Alata, his neighbors, what's his name? You know him. Oh, yes, and I can pop. Pop. (laughs) Like, they cool like that. And Mm. they snitch on uh, Jacoby all the time. I'm sure. I think there was one time they snitched and then they called me because, like, Jacoby and Shekinah had some friends over. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wasn't even there. I knew they was doing it, but I wasn't there. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, speaking of Unk, uh, today, or I don't know what the game is today. I think it's today. If not, it's tomorrow. The uh, NCAA championship. My dad's favorite school is UNC and Latai, obviously, Kansas. They're playing each other. So that's going to be interesting to see. I'm surprised they didn't go because I'm right. Surprised they didn't go. But yeah. Anywho, enough rambling about our thing. <laughs> Last episode was. Pivoting? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Career pivoting. And so, did anything stick out to you after that episode or social media wise or any other thoughts that escaped you during the episode that you'd like to share? Um, no, not really. I feel like we, that one was a good episode. I feel like mm-hmm. we talked a good bit about like things that were relatable. Relatable. So like what was going on, especially like both of us mm-hmm. currently trying to figure out like what direction mm-hmm. um, going with things. I think for me, um, what has stuck out is just you got to be flexible. Yeah. Like yeah, you can have a plan, but if you have a plan to the point where it's too rigid, then you're just gonna only you know set yourself up for, for failure. failure. And so after like talking about that and recording that episode i was like dang like you really do gotta be flexible because shit's crazy out here okay (laughs) you gotta adjust and you know it's not gonna go according to plan um i don't know if i mentioned that on the last episode but it was just like when i was in high school i thought okay i want to be graduate i think i did mention it i want to be graduated by a certain time like i'm graduate college at 21 and then i'm gonna graduate grad school at 23 which i did both of those mm-hmm. and then i was like well i want to be get married like mm-hmm. within that span and i want to travel like a year ain't no and then, ring on that finger, like, be the- i was just like who does that but you know i think a good bit of people they keep yes. playing like that like when they're in high school and they mm-hmm. become adults. It's like <laughs> it life humbles you quick as hell. Um, yes, definitely agree. I think based off of some of the things that we spoke about in the episode and then posting on social media, 
And um, I, I guess I was kind of surprised by this. Um, I'd ask the question of was your was your family supportive of your career? And I don't know why I assume most families wouldn't. I guess <laughs> perception is reality. Um, but we got a lot of yes uh, people. There were still some no's with uh, career changes and stuff like that. Like parents weren't supportive of it, but a lot of people were. So I guess that's a blessing in itself to have that support system when you are either picking your career or even deciding to change careers after doing something different, which, I mean, again, just follow your gut. Your intuition is typically always right. Actually, it is always right if you know how to read you know, it. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, I wonder if that question um, differs for different cultures and maybe because, right. you know, we black get a people. lot of black people. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I guess my perception of it is they're supportive career-wise. Mm-hmm. As long they as it's what they want you to do. That's well, where my thing was. Well, see, and that's why I think, I feel like it may be stronger in other cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I mean, obviously, in the black culture, they might not be supportive on other things non-career-wise. Mm. I feel like my perception, that's what I think about, like... When it comes to money, as long as you yeah, ain't stealing. as long as you're making something, as long as you're mm-hmm. something. And they in their pockets, uh-huh. I don't care. <laughs> Literally. Right. I, but I feel like different cultures might put more pressure onto being something that you like don't traditional, want. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes with prestige as, mm-hmm. as opposed to just, like, money, mm-hmm. you know? And then the other question that was posed was asking people, obviously we talked about pivoting, so asking people if they have pivoted in their careers. And uh, based on the responses, we did get a 75% people saying yes. And then some people saying uh, no, but they need to. And then some people saying that they like where they are. And so I think that is something that is becoming more common, which is why we chose to talk about it, the career pivot, because a lot of times there is that pressure early on to do certain things and then you are trying to appease other people and do what they want you to do and then you realize when you get into it like the episode was titled what the fuck did i get myself into i added the fuck it wasn't always there but yes i I thought that was that was it's one of those things where you think that you're the only one going through shit and then when you actually see it and speak about it you're like you are not (laughs) i'm not gonna start singing like you i promise i'm not Yes, because that's my. That's your thing. I'm going to leave it to the vocalist <laughs> of the century, Mariah Carey Andropont. Um, <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> right. But yeah, last week's episode was pretty interesting. Not last week, two weeks ago. Right. They all just, again, because we had the game night before it and then that and then. They just blew our all together. Um, it is starting to. But yeah. Be sure to check out that last episode if you haven't already. Now, let's get into this drink that is pretty sitting front in front of me right now. It's a pretty green, like a wine green color. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in high school, that was my favorite color. My green, yeah. green everything. So. It's funny how, I mean, green is obviously your favorite color, but how it's just literally darkened like your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, anywho, this oh, week's episode. Well, I mean, but no, really, like on the bed, your your throw pillows have got they're dark. Your the other cup sitting in front of you is a darker green. Yes, I um matured. Mm, okay. In the sense of I mellowed out with my green. But I, in high school too, I've always like mm-hmm. forest green yeah. and dark green too, but when it comes to like buying things, I would always pick like the, the brightest, the bright like your 
Oh no, your Vera Bradley thing is not is relatively new. Wasn't that bright? I mean, it's yellow with the green in it, but it was bright. Right? Isn't that bright green? No, your computer case? Oh, my computer case is yellow. Yeah. But didn't it have green in it? Bright green? No. I'm colorblind, apparently. Um, anywho, yes. <laughs> right. Um, this lovely drink here, because again, we are talking about hoe phases. So I did a little search on the Googs and found this lovely drink um, from the tipsy bartender, actually. And the name of said drink is what actually drew me to the name of it. And it is called Tie Me to the Bedpost, which hilarious name. I don't understand why it's named that because one, it's green. I've never seen a green bedpost. Um, two, none of the ingredients in it refer to a bed or a post or being tied. So I'm just going to go off on a limb and say that they just wanted this to be called that. And so I fell for the bait and I picked it. And I also have not tried said drink, um, but we are going to try it. Be sure to check our Instagram for this recipe. It has a lot of stuff in it. The green comes from a melon liqueur. It's a lot of out different alcohols in this. Um, I didn't make it too strong because of someone's night last night, um, as well as the fact that we have work tomorrow. Not that that's ever stopped us before on drinking, but I I don't know. The, the melon liqueur low-key scared me. <laughs> so. But like I usually put like melon liqueur as like a topper on things. Like a floater. Like, yeah. Yeah, Midori. Yeah. yeah. That's usually the one which I, I've never had it though. Besides um, in like the gringos drinks that I used to get, which I've matured now. And now we just stick to Cadillacs, even though we haven't been there in like eight years. Anyway, we're rambling. We are going to try these drinks really quickly. Oh gosh, I'm nervous. I really am nervous and I don't know why. Oh yeah, stir it. Y'all can hear the stir. My whole straw is like almost split in half. I did not do a good job mm, at cutting it. Mine's beautiful. I'm what sure did I do it is. Anywho, okay, here we go. That's actually good. Yeah. It, it, when I brought it to my note, I smell the melon, but when I taste it, I taste coconut. coconut. Yeah. Right. It tastes like like when you go to a Hawaiian shaved ice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm not a coconut fan. Well, I don't like coconut, um, and so I was a little nervous going into it. What is it going to taste like? But it's actually very subtle. It's, it tastes good. right. I'm not sweet. Yeah, it's almost like too sweet for me. Yeah, I couldn't drink too much of it, obviously, because we just had this conversation about sugar. Yeah. They don't, they don't do it. It's not. It's, it's not, not for you. Me. It's not for you. It's okay. But um, yes, I definitely, I, I like the drink. I say if you would modify it to make it better, I would go maybe a little bit less on the melon liqueur just to give it the nice color. Mm -hmm. And then maybe not doing a coat. Well, I would say the, I feel like the coconut melon, Coco Melon. <laughs> I feel like that gives it the taste, but even maybe using just instead of a coconut rum, just a regular rum. Yeah, because I wonder if that would allow like the melon flavor. Because yes, that. there is also the citrus vodka and the sweet and sour, which I don't really taste either, but the proportions of that are slim. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so you guys definitely um, try this and let us know what you guys think. Um, in the comments and all that fun stuff. Yes, and on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back to get into our topic for today. Woo woo, topic! <laughs> 
into this topic. Yes, we are ready. And like we said earlier, this episode is all about everyone's favorite topic, mm-hmm. whole phases, because we all go through them. <laughs> we chose this for a particular reason, I feel like, because mm-hmm, the one particular. it's relevant just to life now, because, you know, humans were on this earth to mate and be with somebody. Oh, look, she's doing biological stuff. Oh, <laughs> it's different And I feel like, in particular, um, you and I both are at, like, different stages in, like, talking, dating, talking, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Adulting. Adulting. <laughs> and so, it's interesting to give perspectives on that, as well as we known each other through different stages of mm. our life and so through different know, whole phases of our I life <laughs> we would have more to bring to the table as to like the gray table how we have transformed and transitioned and evolved human beings we are today i don't know if i'm lovely but it's fine i'm a human though thanks uh, sometimes your friends gotta do it for you because you won't but let's go on and dive right in like usher said um right so i guess we'll start as how would you define a whole phase miss natalie hmm. mm-hmm. give it to us straight no chaser i was thinking about this mm-hmm. um because for one i think the definition of a hoe is very subjective very much so yeah. I think that term just gets thrown around so loosely mm-hmm. these days, and I think it's disproportionately thrown away. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, just because, you know, different standards or whatever the case may be. But I feel like for me personally, mm-hmm. my definition of, I don't even like that word because I just think it's just so derogatory, but my definition of a person who is acting in hoish ways. Mm. would be just moving about with no disregard for other people's feelings. Okay. And so not just like sexually, but just intimately. Like if you are messing with someone's emotions okay. with the intent to mess with their emotions or just for your own like gratification, Okay. I feel like to me that would be a definition of a per person acting. A per. <laughs> per. <laughs> like these youngins do. Per. Oh, I mean, that's... period. Did you know that? I did not. Um, and so this my, is why I let cousins, her stick to TikTok. My little cousins showed me that, and they're not little y'all. <laughs> but, anywho, yeah, that would be normal. my definition of a person who is behaving in a hoish way. It's just kind of like going about it with no regard for emotion or mm. emotional well-being or just physical well-being of anybody else like they're just going about it for selfish ways because you're entitled to do what you want mm-hmm. but if you are actively hurting someone else in the process mm-hmm. intentionally mm-hmm. then that's when i'm like okay you just you're acting very skankish. Mm-hmm. What did Beyonce and them say? Nasty, put some clothes on. I told you. <laughs> um, I would describe a hoe phase as a time in life where you are not only sexually free, but also emotionally 
and physically exploratory mm-hmm. because I feel like in those in that phase of life, which I feel like can vary at what age you choose to partake in said phase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're just you're going through life and you are you going through this moment in time and you are choosing to explore all facets of your sexuality and expressing it however you see fit. Okay, that's fair. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess I'm glad that we do have two different perspectives of Mm -hmm. what it means. And that's probably because I'm a man and you're a woman. (laughs) True, and and I'm glad you said that. Yeah, definitely. I'm a woman and I automatically associate a hoe with being something bad because Mm -hmm. it's been thrown on women Mm -hmm. as something bad for like forever. But how you defined it was more so like this is a phase in life where you are dating. I mean, essentially Mm, acting in a way like you're not necessarily like committing to someone that you don't want to be with you, but you're just operating in a free way, Mm -hmm. which I feel like for women gets missed. A bad rep. You're a hoe. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, you're not with nobody. (laughs) You're not, you know, you're not committed, tied to anybody. Like, Obviously, mm-hmm. we were just talking about that last week episode with foreclosure, but not exploring your options. Oh, career foreclosure. I was like, we talked <laughs> about this. Same thing with dating. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so you telling me I'm just supposed to like come out of my mom's womb knowing that <laughs> I'm a married? No. <laughs> so what are you supposed hey, to Cheryl. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? Um, Before we before you go i'm going to give the urban dictionary oh, nice. definition of a whole phase <clears throat> because that is the the black bible on words so a whole phase as described by urban dictionary is a phase in your life that occurs frequently when oh. you are fine with exploring promiscuous activities and connecting with random people these activities do not always end up in sex but can lead to it you have a high tendency to dance provocatively with strangers oh. <laughs> oh, wow be a tease in social settings flirt non-stop kiss and or make out with others and get caught up in the moment (laughs) this phase helps you establish what you like and don't like explore your sexuality and have fun you have the ability to stop these actions or snap out of this phase sidebar this phase typically occurs when you are in a social setting and you have a lot of pent-up energy and want to let loose some may think this is shallow but knowing yourself is a learning process (laughs) i am not going to say that i disagree with it completely but there are parts that i'm like "Eh, mm -mm," in the words of you Mm. right now i will agree with you in the fact that it there is a I don't know if the correct word is disconnect, but there is a disconnect mm-hmm. between that for men and for women. Yeah. Because I just think, obviously, in society, the way we view women expressing themselves and the way we view men expressing themselves are just two different things. And there's obviously a double standard there right. because I could do certain things and be applauded for it, whereas you could do cert- you could do those exact same things and then be shamed for it. Mm-hmm. And so listening to you say what your definition of a whole phase is, 
obviously differs from mine because of what society has told you you should and shouldn't do. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes back to just like how people dress. I mean, I think that's a huge like topic. It's like you can call someone a hoe for being a bit more revealing in their mm-hmm. clothes. And I've met a lot of people who've dressed, a lot of women who've dressed provocatively, provocatively so to speak. Dun, dun, dun. And are not provocative at all at all like mm-hmm. are the exact total opposite mm-hmm. but in their mind it's like that's I how they express themselves wear what i want mm-hmm. because i feel comfortable in it mm-hmm. society objectifies mm-hmm. women's bodies let's not get into that but that, again <laughs> i mean it's part of it it goes back into like why the definitions are different in in my sense it's like mm-hmm. it's very negative so to speak for what yeah everything you do is you being a hoe when you're essentially just living for yourself and trying mm-hmm. to figure or figuring out, out who shit who you are yeah um which clearly in the u.s we're not allowed to do that as well so. right apparently y'all aren't um so i guess the next thing we've kind of will continue to d- dissect this through the societal lens but how do you know, in your opinion, that you are one in a whole phase? And how do you know when a whole phase is over? Actually, before we go to that, do you think a whole phase is necessary for everyone? Depends on how you view it. And okay. So your definition mm-hmm. of a whole phase, yes, because that would be my definition of figuring out who you are mm-hmm. first. Like that would be, you know, learning your identity, figuring out what you like as opposed to committing to something too early or not committing to something because mm-hmm. you don't know. And so mm-hmm. in that definition, I think, yes, my definition of it, hell no, <laughs> because that's very selfish. Now I do think that people go through it because of lack of maturity or just, you know, selfishness. Okay. Um, but I don't think that my definition of people acting in a hoish way is something that you need to go through in order to be a productive human being to society you know all that good stuff so yeah i think it depends on the definition okay i'm going to contradict you on that one even based upon your definition because i feel like that's part of the learning Sometimes you got to just be young, wild, free in the sense of how you were describing it as a whole phase, because one that allows you to see where you fucking up at, because eventually somebody's going to check you for your like you were saying, like treating people's emotions like they don't matter or just moving like you don't care, because eventually I feel like if you are moving that way, hopefully at some point you get to the the point where you're like. Okay, I can't do this forever. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that is when the phase of it ends because you have learned or gathered what you needed from that moment to grow as a person. Right. No, I can see that. I, I definitely can see that. And I can see how it would be helpful to go through that phase in order mm-hmm. to see that you need to do things differently. Mm-hmm. I guess. I, although I can see that it's helpful, I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessary for everybody just because okay. I feel like people are different. People learn things in different ways. Yeah. So an example that came to mind as you were talking about that <laughs> is like, I'm scared. <laughs> I didn't have to kill somebody to learn to not be a killer as opposed to someone killing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that they shouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's well, uh, an 
example of how I didn't have to go through something to learn to it. learn that this is not what I need to do. Gotcha. You can learn it in other ways by just mm-hmm. seeing people go through it. Or, Correct. You know, um, society, what your parents tell you, all that good stuff. Like, mm-hmm. You can learn it in different ways. And so that would be my only thing to what you just said is mm-hmm. that. Yes, I do think a lot of people learn that way, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's necessary either. Okay. Okay. That was a horrible example. I'm not a killer, y'all. <laughs> I've never killed. Right. But I know not to. Okay. If y'all hear the cops coming, it's because they found her, y'all. <laughs> um, I guess uh, in my. <laughs> right. Right. And I, I'm going to let him, too. I'm going to be like, officer. You know where she at. Right. I don't think this outside of his jurisdiction. I don't know if his, his badge works out here. Um, but I guess, and again, I guess this could also be just based upon me being a man. And I feel like a whole phase is necessary. And sometimes it's not just a one singular thing. I feel like sometimes you can go in and out of whole phases and not even in the sense of not even in the sense of like necessarily wanting to learn something from the experience. I feel like, yes, that sometimes you you are doing it because you want to figure out what it is that you want in life mm-hmm. or from a partner or whatever. But then, like it said, sometimes you just have this sexual energy that you're just like, I just feel like having fun. Right. I don't care. I ain't, You don't care about the opinions of other people, not in the sense of the people that you are dealing with, but the outside right. opinions. You don't care how you're perceived mm-hmm. in that. And so that allows for that liberation and freedom of all that stuff. Absolutely. And so you go through these phases of just like, I'm going to do this for me. And almost, I feel like almost a whole phase could low key be changed to an empowerment phase because I feel like during that, it's like, it's when you are finding yourself through doing whatever it is that you want. Because I feel like a lot of times as humans and because of society, like you were saying specifically with women, it's like you're put in this box or this cage almost where you're told you have to act or do things a certain way. And then eventually there comes a point in time, whether it's you've seen other people living freely, which, you know, we see a lot of that on TV now. And you're just like, well, why haven't I gotten the opportunity to experience that? Even if you, like you said, like you've been taught, you don't have to kill somebody. (laughs) No, you shouldn't kill. It's like, yes, you're going to be taught your whole life, you know, like growing up me religious and stuff like that and your family like you know oh you're not supposed to have sex before marriage and blah 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 (laughs) eventually we'll record these things um and then you're taught this the whole your whole life that you know like no sex before marriage blah 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 and then eventually as you are getting older and everyone around you is having sex and you're like well shit I was told this one thing, but then everybody else is doing this one thing. And yes, you know, religion and all that fun stuff. But then you also get to this point where it's like, I want to experience life. And it feels like there comes that point. If we're referencing religion, you know, taking the shackles off your feet because you want to (laughs) dance. So you get to that point where you're just like, I don't care what this person or that person is going to say. I'm just going to live freely and I'm going to I'm going to allow myself to experience things that I have not experienced for the sake of, you know, do is this something that I want or oh, shit, they were right. I don't want to go back down that road. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, you can your all these damn analogies. You can your parents can tell you the stove is hot, but until you burn yourself, you're not going to know to not do it again. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily need to go through it. You don't have to. <laughs> but like I said, a lot of people do mm-hmm. from that, especially in an immature like state that you're in. You learn by doing, mm-hmm. by action, until you get older to be able to like learn through other ways. And so that's mm-hmm. why I think, yeah, you're right. It, it is necessary in the sense of that's what the majority do. <clears throat> um, but I think speaking as just being older that that's not necessarily the it'll be all way how you need to learn it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I had, when you were talking earlier about it i was thinking um how you said like you can go in and out i think also too that there could be different intensities of it mm-hmm. definitely um, as well as you mentioned again it goes back to your definition of it if somebody just acting in a free way without a care about other people's um, you know, opinions or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that opinion in the sense, if that was the definition, I think it just kind of leads into when you are acting intentionally in a selfish way to hurt somebody else mm-hmm. or to hurt somebody else's feelings because you're not in control of anybody else's feelings. Correct. But to intentionally Mm-mm. and, and <laughs> you were throwing a lot of butts around Miss therapist hurt someone <laughs> is the difference than mm-hmm. doing something and someone getting hurt upset mm-hmm. you know about as the byproduct of that. The byproduct. Yeah, mm-hmm. that wasn't your goal and so no I do think that is it's very necessary and again kind of going back to women I feel like that's just super necessary just because we're told so often not to do things as opposed to learning how we could do other things that may be more appropriate, but, you know, serve the purpose of what we're trying to do, which is like self-expression. So Mm, I feel like how you said earlier, I guess, let me explain that. How you said earlier about like religion, how it says, don't do this, don't do that. So often I feel like society tells you not to do something, but doesn't give you an a reason another, why not another reason oh. why but doesn't give you another solution mm. to achieve the same thing that gotcha. you're wanting and so in this situation you're wanting to for one know why or just gather more information right. about it and you're not giving me other options to do that you're just saying no and right. so like you're going to say no and it's going to make the person want to do what you just told them not to do because you didn't give them another Exactly, which is why I was saying the cage. It's like the cage of you have these. I mean, as humans, obviously, like you said earlier, our our goal or allegedly our goal is to procreate. Mm-hmm. I don't want kids. Um, and so if we're we have all these desires within us to procreate why am i using that word that's such a weird word but we're consistently told or being put in this cage of don't do this don't do this and never giving up well what am i supposed to do instead eventually you gonna break out of that damn cage and just be like woo because especially party this like if we're talking about this topic especially nowadays millennials they're straying away from even talking about like sex education <laughs> this is the show um great show cool great show it's the fear of okay if you talk about it it's they're gonna, gonna do it yeah they're gonna do it 
No, if you don't talk about it, they're going to find other ways exactly. to get more information. And it's not going to be the way that you like it. And At I've all. seen that happen, um, you know, just with working with a lot of kids and mm. just kind of like hearing their own experiences as well as just, you know, growing up myself. Mm-hmm. I think that I, I feel like I was fortunate enough to have um, uh. a, a mom that just like is... I feel like she's very open with me, especially definitely open with me now um, as an adult. But, um, you know, I feel like my mom is just always willing like to talk and just kind of mm. figure out like what was going on or whatever the case may be. But not I said the cat. <laughs> at that age, you don't really know like right. if this is something that you can approach mm-hmm. your parents with or approach an adult with like not just this topic, but uh, again, kind of going back to the clothes things. Like, okay, you're telling me that I can't wear shorts, but it's hot. I'm sweating. (laughs) Shorts, but I can't wear shorts because they're shorter than his are. And it's just kind of like, Mm -hmm. what else do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. Because the store makes, and I saw a TikTok about this earlier, but it was like the same shorts for like kids, mm-hmm. but the girls are shorter or the girls have no pockets. Like you can't escape it. And so what do you want us to do? There's not like we can go buy guys clothes. I mean, okay, y'all just look slightly weird. But, but it's just kind of like, you're not giving other options. And again, mm-hmm. like you say you're not giving the reason too. What was that reason? No, the, Cardi, Cardi B, because <laughs> a hoe never gets cold. So many hoeish whole whole quotes from Miss B. Um, no, I I agree in that sense of like like you said, it's all. I feel like a lot of the a lot of the pressure from society is what either pushes people into a whole phase or makes them not want to partake in a whole phase because of judgment or it could be because you need to find you need to be who you are you need to da 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 why are these accents coming out this episode i don't understand but if someone wants to hire me for voiceover i'll be glad um anywho <laughs> right another one no that's a side hustle we'll have an episode on that later um yes okay yes so whole phases um do you how do you know i guess i don't know if you'd be able to answer this because obviously our definition is different but how would you know if a whole phase is over for you how do you feel like you would know if that's out of your quote unquote your proverbial system Hmm. Yeah, this is kind of hard. So I'm trying to think about it in both definitions. Okay. Um, I feel like if I'm talking about my definition, mm-hmm. just kind of the more negative side to it. She's a glass glass half empty kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> you, because society makes me this way. Which is so weird because typically I'm the glass half empty and you're the glass half full. Well, this topic in particular, like it's just. Ugh. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you are you know that you're out of that whole phase when you like surpass the level of maturity so okay. like like I said earlier in this definition you're moving in a way that is in no regard to anyone or your environment and you're just moving very selfishly Okay. I think that you need to continue to move selfishly at times but I feel like with a level of maturity 
you mm-hmm. recognize the balance between selfish and selfless and okay. you're able to consider more people's emotions other than just your own and okay. so I feel like that would be one way that you can kind of tell that you are the Beatles have out started of, <laughs> out of this phase as well as um, there was one that I was thinking about it lost me it's okay I understand I'm gonna come back to it. It's, okay. It's something. Let's put a, let's put a pause on that. What do you normally say? Let's let's tape. Oh, let's table that. Yeah. Um, I going based off of my definition and also life experiences. I feel like I I don't know. Okay, this is gonna sound super bad, but follow me, follow me. Both. Okay, I'm gonna pause because Natalie found her oh, thing. Yeah. Go. <laughs> so. <laughs> thing that I was going to say is you know that you're out of it when you your actions Mm -hmm. you find more out of it than trying to do it for somebody else because I feel like like in my definition of like a whole face it's kind of like it's almost like trying to get revenge again my definition Mm. you're, you're trying to get revenge trying to show like I'm going to do what I want, regardless of what all y'all are trying to tell me. (laughs) So in in that definition, you know you've moved out of it when your goal is not revenge, but it's just satisfying like you. Like you're not trying to, you're not playing tit for tat. You're not trying to purposely hurt somebody else or just move about it in a way that is just selfish and, you know, kind of get your quick fixes but not caring about anybody else when you start just moving about a way of again trying to like satisfy yourself try and enjoy your life but also like considering other people's uh, you know feelings as opposed to just yours I I find this conversation to be so interesting because as long as we have known each other (laughs) I feel like I've never thought that our de- our outlook on this was this different. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we've never like blatantly just sat down. Like even when planning the episode, like, we never blatantly said what ours were. Yeah. So I guess I don't know if you thought we were all on the same page. And so this is interesting to like see the differing. But I don't think that we're not on the same page. We um, just get into the page a little different book in a different book. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's super important. And yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I just think we differ because the definitions are different. And mm-hmm. therefore, that's going to like create differences in all Perspective. the questions that we have according to those, whichever. But gotcha. all the things that you have been saying, I do agree. I just don't <clears throat> call that a whole face. I would call it empowerment. Like, empowerment. <laughs> literally. Empowerment, empowerment phase. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh the question was when do you know if a whole phase is over i and like i said don't don't um just follow me here this may take a little a little moment because i know you girls like to tussle i don't think which could go back to the empowerment portion of things but i don't think a whole phase is ever over i think the way in which it presents itself changes i think when you're younger or based off of my definition and my experience of whole phase, when you're younger, whole phase is sleeping with everybody and they mama, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. And eventually, like you were saying, you get to that point where you've learned 
or let me not say like how you said you get to a point where you don't necessarily get the satisfaction of sleeping with all these people anymore because you're like you realize that just having sex with multiple random people a million times is just not fulfilling you and so then you get to the point of maybe realizing okay i want something more stable more um i can't think of the word that i'm looking for but more exclusive there we go that was the word so then you date And so that's when I think the whole phase switches. And again, this can be ebbs and flows and you can go through cycles of this as you are in relationships and break up. But I think you, (laughs) that's gonna sound so terrible. You become a hoe with the person you're with because you become more comfortable with that one person that you're willing to try and do whatever in that relationship. So yes, by society's definition of hoe, you're doing all of this shit, but with one person. Yeah. And so I don't think necessarily when defining a hoe phase or a hoe, it's you're sleeping with multiple people. I think, and this is just me personally again. Don't, 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 don't. Um, thank you. Jesus, what is going on with words? Maybe this little bedpost drink is kicking. Um, <laughs> but I feel like you get to that point, like, who is it, Pop Smoke? You know, I'm a, I'm a slut. Give me with all of that. Give me lit. Like that. Like once you find that person, then every, you all all bets are off. It's like I, if I'm comfortable with you, then our experiences intimately are going to whoosh, be completely different. Whereas whenever you based off of my definition or my thought process, when you're uh, going through your whole phase, you're trying different things with different people mm-hmm. to figure out what it is you like, because you're going to meet different people who are different than you and also different than the person that you were with prior. Mm-hmm. So maybe this person likes one thing and you like oh shit I, I actually like that and then another person you with and you're like oh yeah now nah, hard pass and then another person you're like oh but then once you get to that point where you have figured out each little nuance of what it is that you as a whole person like once you get to that person that you're comfortable with that you're exclusive with or you know want to pursue on a more intimate and deep level then you trying all the things, you taking all the things in your toolbox that you learned from all of these other people throughout your whole phase, and then it makes you, <laughs> I'm gonna say the ultimate hoe. <laughs> Level up. Right. But then you become that quote unquote hoe in your relationship because what do, and again, this is speaking from men, men, lady in the street, freak in the sheets. So it's like. Whip it out. <laughs> But yeah, so then I feel like that allows you to show up in, which that sounds so terrible. This is so terrible. It it allows you to show up differently for the partner that you do end up with long term because you have, you've learned not only, you've learned yourself throughout this exploratory phase, but then you've also learned what the person that you're with or have been with, what you can do to finesse sounds bad. Finesse has a negative connotation, but let's, let's make it positive. Finesse them while intimate. Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to be too vulgar on this episode, but I don't know why. Cause you told your mama not to listen. So, (laughs) Um, but yes, so it allows you to become this quote unquote hoe but with one person. So the whole phase, like I said, in my opinion, it just evolves with the ebbs and flows of life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would completely agree to what you said. And 
I think it goes back to what I said earlier and that our definitions differ mm-hmm. because what you just described mm-hmm. is dating, like for me, in okay. the sense of we had the, the talking phases or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, those are just non-existent. And for you to date, what, like I said, what I would describe as what you just said, the mm-hmm. whole phase is, that's dating. That's you figuring out what you want. That's mm-hmm. you, you know, of course, you're doing it with multiple people in that regards. And so then you date to find out what you like and you like narrow it down until you are with one person or whatever the case may be. I feel like people misuse the word dating and being a host so interchangeably just because you're not allowed to date multiple people. And I feel mm-hmm. like it has had such a negative excuse me, negative connotation to it because the way that people go about it. And so if people actually dated in a um, honorable, lack of better words, an honorable way (laughs) as opposed to just being very shicey and moving around and very sneaky snake way, (laughs) then people probably would be more open to dating because you are coming up to me and saying like, hey, look, you know, I'm dating right now. I am talking to somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know, but I am curious, you know, to learn more about you, whatever the case may be. And I think that's where my thing differs in. And with a whole phase, I'm not trying to date you. I'm literally here to get down. Right. And that's, again, mm-hmm. different definition. Yeah. Because dating is not necessarily mean your goal to me. Dating does not necessarily mean your goal is to be with this person. I mean, you can literally just date people like to have fun. Like a goal can be just different. Like, But wouldn't that just be a friend? I feel like in, in the sense I and again, obviously we have different definitions, but I feel like in dating, your the goal is to be with someone not necessarily that person but a person and longer so when you're dating multiple people you are dating this okay it's like it's like uh, 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 it's like sampling the cake for the wedding yeah that goes back to like it's um the amount of time is not going to be the same for everybody so initially going into it your overall goal is to date that person because that's how you started it like you know okay for you um, because that's that's your overall goal in mm-hmm. dating in that wise, but I don't think that's everybody's overall. Go mm-hmm, say because in a whole phase, I ain't looking to date. Because then, I'm just uh, trying that to. That goes back to moving about it in an honorable way because people being upfront with your intentions. And, and so mm-hmm. I think I said this on the episode before. It's like if your goals are not matching mm-hmm. with the other person, then that's how you are now going in it intentionally trying to deceive another person and okay. like, of course you're going to hurt their feelings mm-hmm. they're thinking that is one thing mm-hmm. so now you're going to be called a hoe because the way that you just moved around was like not <laughs> was holy. It, was, it was not holy <laughs> at all and so no that's I guess kind of that's where I'm coming from but no you could go to somebody and just be like hey look you know what it is we're just mm-hmm. you know having fun whatever mm-hmm. it can be like Summer Walker said, no love. And what just I guess my to, definition oh. of that's not a hoe because I'm not hurting nobody's feelings. Like we're, we're okay. both, it's a common goal, you know, just whatever the case may be. So. Okay. Okay. I can see. See, that's perception is reality, ladies and gentlemen. Because a hoe never gets cold. I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, Okay, uh, last question that I have for you, 
as well as the episode <laughs> is the age old question presented to us by the lovely Drea Michelle and it is can your wholeness be deleted like can you be delivered <laughs> <laughs> I really want to watch that. Uh, he's on Bad Boys Club <laughs> on Zeus, and I really want to watch. No, 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 Keanu was telling me. I refuse to pop, pay for another streaming service, but he's on there. Anyway, back to the question at hand presented by Dre and Michelle. Do you think that your wholeness can be deleted? Um, no. <laughs> and I say this because. <laughs> You can't undo time. Like, you can't, Mm -hmm. you know, go back and change what you did. All you can do is just learn from it and do differently. Okay. So, no, I don't think that it can be deleted and, like, wiped off the place of, like, the face of the face. I think it kind of goes into, like, you know, the whole difference between, like, forgiveness and forgetting or whatever. Like, no. I don't. I've never heard that. Well, I mean, I know it, but I've never heard it together. In order to forgive, like, you can forgive somebody without forgetting. Like, forgetting mm. doesn't oh. mean that I forget it. Like Lauren said from the hills, okay. I forgive you, you, but I want to forget you. Mm-hmm. Classic <laughs> yes. moment in pop yes. culture. <laughs> um, you know so what you did, Heidi. I think that's what it is. It's just like, okay, I can choose to not have this whole phase like define define me Mm -hmm. but it doesn't go away Mm -hmm. and i mean other people can choose to not have your actions define you what you did back then especially Mm -hmm. if you're doing something differently and so it's not gonna be forgotten it's still there and people will choose to dig things up if they so please but that's gonna be on you and the lord whether or not Mm-hmm. You choose to do things differently. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that it is deleted, and I think that goes. That's my answer for both definitions, both of ours. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I, I agree with that one. I don't think your wholeness can be deleted. I think that. Like control C. On the <laughs> copy paste. <laughs> um, I feel as though it can be for the right person. It can be overlooked. Yeah. Um, because if you find that person that is benefiting from Yoho-ish past uh, currently, they might be like, oh, OK, I, I don't want I don't want you to forget this part. Of you. <laughs> because, you know, I'm yeah, keep that, keep that, keep that up the, the surface. I need that. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think that wholenesses can be deleted. I think that they <laughs> that in some cases they should not be brought up. Yeah. Um, especially when, like you were saying, it's being used to shame somebody. It's like, well, what is the purpose of that? Like, it needs to be, it's like, it's a thing. Because I feel like every, everybody, to a certain extent, has has done quote unquote hoish things in the past yeah. to, to a certain extent or a certain degree. And I feel like if all we do is shame people for that, then we're limiting. Limiting growth. It, limiting growth and and limiting the people that we get to know not even on a sexual level but it's just like if you're shaming somebody for what they did this part like you said people we can assume a person is a whole based upon the way that they dress and then the you later come to find out this person is 
I don't know. Fuck. Literally, is the CEO of a company, and you was like, you was an asshole to this person, and they could have gave you the job of your dreams, or introduced you to so and so, or rocked your world, <laughs> <laughs> and you sitting here being an asshole <laughs> when you could have just again blocking your blessings. Yeah. So the last intrusive question that I have for oh. you, Natalie, is. <laughs> Too late. This is a safe space. Have you ever had a hoe face, Miss Andrew Pont? Well, I get based upon my definition. Yeah, I, I feel like based upon your definition, yes. Um, because, Aren't they fun though? Well, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think it is fun, but I think too, it's more. I view it more of like empowerment, and I think mm-hmm. it's something that, of course, for me, happened. Um, like later in life, adulthood, and so same-ish. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine happened the when I moved to Houston. Mm-hmm. I don't know You're something about Houston. I mean, I was what twenty two, three. Oh, I mean, yes, that's <laughs> I'm thinking like it ain't now, yeah. but yeah, yeah, they're fun. Mm-hmm. I, I this Natalie may not agree with me on this one, but everyone should <laughs> experience life. <laughs> That is what I will say. She'll probably agree with that. But everybody, everyone should be a hoe for at least a day or a weekend in their life. And even if it means going to a different city where nobody knows you so you don't have to feel the need to be judged, go out. You have said this a lot of times. And you know what? I support you. I won't. I um, will probably be on said trip when you decide to do this. And I will support you wholeheartedly. Literally, I will. You can audition for P Valley if you want to, which I'm so ready for that to come back. Um, but I feel like it's the the just do just go out and have fun because you don't know what you don't know until you find out you know it. Does that make sense? <laughs> You don't have to kill. <laughs> but then I feel like if we lived in the age of like the verge, figuring out I would kill. Like, how does it feel to kill? I, I would can imagine that does stop a lower like it stops a lot of like unwanted crimes. So mm-hmm. in a sense, kind of what you just said exploring that aspect of mm-hmm. you in that way by your definition mm-hmm. um i do think it is necessary because you're learning yourself you're figuring mm-hmm. out what you like and don't like to eliminate foreclosure i keep mm-hmm. saying that word you like that word, like that word. Uh, hopefully your house um, never gets foreclosed <laughs> <laughs> it's it's re- it's controlled releases from a dam you know of water of water you know it's like sometimes you gotta and then you gotta put you know keep it back up there because again you don't want that hint of energy exactly because when it does you never know when it's going to and sometimes you might be at the wrong times i.e a funeral somebody else's wedding your wedding Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it might not be with your i don't know what the call your whatever because i don't i don't want to say bride but for me anyway yes so but again i I goes back to definitions just being different because and you will probably never ever hear me say this again but i feel like (gasps) we are fortunate enough fortunate oh yeah you ain't shouldn't say that oh yeah other places don't allow for that freedom like what specifically in women Mm -hmm. and so it's just like what are you 
like of course I'm not going to get into all of that either mm-hmm. but it's Neither. like okay you're not even allowing for said mm-hmm. thing to take place and so mm-hmm. you're kind of conforming it's the cage it's, yeah it's, you're putting people in a cage but essentially I feel like that's what they do in the US just in different ways oh yeah we're all trapped so in some way well, shape or form wake up tomorrow blessed be the fruit oh geez, she's been well, using that since yesterday what show oh um, but i don't want it to be reality but it was close with trumpet but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not trumpet okay off of my yes it, anything else you want to add to the topic before we give it a close miss notsley see there goes the british accent i have given y'all range it, it, range right go, de- go ahead do anna delvey <laughs> <laughs> can't do anna delvey <laughs> excuse me anna sorkin thank you my dad is gonna send the wall basic <laughs> i didn't watch bridgerton so i can start talking back in my, my english accent actually but no, um, I don't have anything else to add. I think this is a good discussion. And like you said earlier, it's interesting after all these years to mm-hmm. really know like what our definitions of it, but mm-hmm. how other, how a whole lot of things have just shaped our perspectives mm-hmm. and definitions of it. But I think for the most part, we agree with each other mm-hmm. if we had the same perspective. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, two ways. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Bella! <laughs> On that note, the last thing that I will add is make sure you comment below this lovely either Instagram post whenever we have it or in the reviews. What is your definition of a hoe phase? I'm interested to see if it more so aligns with me, Mr. Teach, or the lovely. Natalie Andropont. Why am I doing this voice? Anyway, get me out of here. Um, right. It comes on at night. The quiet storm. It's because I got this the new the mic angled differently to where I feel like I can just grab hold of life and be like, hello. Anyway, we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to end the show the exact same way that we always do. All right, so stick around. y'all we are back in the house tonight maybe that drink did actually maybe i don't know maybe i just drank it fast literally ever ever. (laughs) we were we were so focused on the hose but that goes to show that we can actually like our nerves are not bad anymore Uh uh-huh we don't have to be drunk to do this i mean but when it's a topic as near and dear our hearts with hose you know i don't feel like it takes much no much (laughs) i'm gonna say lubrication but (laughs) 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 To get into it. Anyhow, it's time to close out the short. See? You, that, that sounded so boxer-like. Like I was an announcer at the boxing ring. You just be holding it, too. Like a boxer. <laughs> Anywho, yes, it's time to end the show. Like we do it this time, I go for mine. It's time for some crazy coping. Yes, absolutely. So, what got you through these past two weeks, Tito? I... 
Don't know. Literally. Yeah. Uh, literally. That sounds so bad. Um, but yes, going to the chiropractor. I don't know if that got me through the past two weeks, but it got me through the past two days. <laughs> that definitely got me through. And then therapy has definitely been the catalyst of a lot of things because our schedule was off. So I think I actually went two weeks in a row this time. Or no, I don't know. The bleaks are all blurring together, but therapy is definitely good because the thing, this may come as a shock to y'all, probably not Natalie. I have control issues. What? This is where you need to enter. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, right, right. Take your time. Take your time. Like Carlton on the Bel Air. (laughs) Woo, that was so awkward. Anywho, I'm not going to do coke. Um, anywho, yes. So that's the thing that we've kind of been working through. And so it's just been releasing control of things that I can't control. Yeah. Serenity prayer, all that fun stuff. So like just keeping that in my mind has definitely helped me with these past two weeks of just like brushing shit off. I've, I've noticed that like things that used to trigger me don't trigger me as much anymore or they still trigger me. But in the I, I'm not acting upon the feelings. So I don't know if that's just because of therapy or if it's because of Kelly Hand's growth. Um, but yes, <laughs> I feel like that has definitely been the thing, at least that I can think of now that has got me through. I know something that I forgot. I went to Dallas and that was oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Just being able to release. I wasn't a hoe, y'all. Um, but just being able to just drink and just have fun and not think about Houston for a good three days was really nice. That was nice. So that's kind of been the thing that's gotten me through these past two weeks. What about you, Nanette? What got you through, or in the words of whatever your cup said last night, nasty nap. <laughs> That's gonna follow you forever. Oh. See, just like your honest, that name follows that you. Something that I should never have shared with my beloved. Ready, said teachers. I wasn't even in the class at the time, but it surely did follow you. Gonna be a story to tell in a day because it originated from the brother. Um, so. Really? Exactly, and it gets so misconstrued. Oh, okay, we'll talk about that later. So, what got you through? <laughs> so, for me, I feel like this is probably going to be what has got me through the past two weeks in continuation. Um, after mm-hmm. closer, I think it's just like an overall goal. And this sounds so weird for me to say, but I'm excited for change because I hate change. Yeah, that's definitely because <laughs> it takes you forever to decide upon said change. But I think I am excited about it. Like, it's just getting closer. Not necessarily the fact that, like, we're moving and whatnot because I am going to slightly miss living with you. Just slightly. And I think I'll piggyback after you finish because you lose thoughts quick. <laughs> like me too. I think what was I talking about? that I'm more so excited for just like being able to help my mom in ways that I know like that she needs it and just being able to like be with my mom more. Um, I'm super excited about that and just again being able to um be in a place where I connect with family a little bit easier to just okay. back in my hometown. Um, but I think the biggest one that I'm excited for Drum roll. is to not be a full-time therapist. <gasps> I'm Gasps. excited because I need a break. I need to be able just like to pump the brake on things just to like catch up with stuff. I feel like I'm in a never ending cycle of mm. playing catch up with, with being a therapist. And so don't get me wrong. I love doing what I want to do, but I don't I don't want it I want to do it 
at your own time. Right. That could have went to the pivoting episode um, at this point. But I feel like that's going to be soon. Right. It, the time is approaching. And I think that's something that I don't know if it got me through, <laughs> but it's been playing in the back of my mind of like, oh, shit, we're about to be moving out. And like right. the time is coming. But then I'm also I feel like I've got I don't know if this is because therapy and growth and all this stuff. Like I, I, I am ready to have my own space again. Mm-hmm like 100% and I don't know if I feel like before I was like oh no I can't do anything on my own I need somebody and now I'm in this space of like let's go yeah and I feel like it's been I mean yeah it's been almost three years since that's happened so it's like yeah I think I'm 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 nervously or optimistically apprehensive Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. because shit that's about to be a lot of money well I know you get to live with your yeah, right. The give and take of it all. But yeah. So we'll see. And then with me also, maybe this promotion that they've been dangling like a carrot in front of my nose. Even though I don't really like carrots. Unless it's juiced with oranges. Yeah. So that's been what has gotten us through. Um, but yeah, so that'll definitely do it for this lovely episode. Be sure to follow us on socials um, at Crazy Little Pod on Instagram. I feel like I want to start using Twitter only because I'm on there more just for more conversations between people, which our Twitter is the same thing at Crazy Little Pod. So totally, if y'all are willing to follow us, maybe I'll start talking to people on there, too. <laughs> the truth comes out. Subscribe to our podcast pages on Apple and Spotify and leave a review, rate the show, all that good stuff. We love feedback, comments, you know, stuff like that. So... Yeah, because, you know, we uh, right chat with us Um, because I feel like once we're able to have more conversation with people, you know, we can we can um, it it allows for a better episode. Yeah. So, you know, we want to keep growing and we do have an email um, uh, crazy little pod at Gmail dot com. So if you ever want to some people, you know, y'all are shy. It's okay. Y'all can send stuff on there. Hopefully our next season will introduce the questions portion question portions of things y'all can send us some letters so that natalie can um therapize i'm kidding (laughs) so that we can answer your questions and give our opinion because we love giving opinions don't we nat yes yes we do right so i actually am looking forward to that because i feel like that is more suited like i'm not held liable to anything but i'm also able to just real life Mm-hmm. Like, not advice, but perspectives, perspectives yes. to certain things because sometimes like 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 we say you know the word crazy becomes relatable some people can think that they're going through some crazy shit and it's actually you know we all dealing with this shit together yes. so yeah do you want to wait till next season do you want to do it now do you want to go and drop that now do you have the bandwidth okay well we also have a second uh, email address for questions, which is asked crazy little pod A S K C R A Z Y L I T T L E P O D at gmail.com. Right, I had to spell it because I was like, woo. So, if y'all have questions or need suggestions, advice, all that stuff, you have my crazy ass and you have a licensed professional counselor who's not your licensed professional counselor, but she can give you the perspective from all the knowledge that she has because she reads a lot of books back when she was in college. I currently read books like Mariah Carey's. So, (laughs) shoot us a question, anything fun like that. Yeah. Yeah.
to get that up and going. But mm-hmm. anything else you want to say before we head out for this lovely evening now that it's actually dark? Right, it's finally dark outside. Um, we are recording a game night next weekend, so be on the lookout for another game night episode. Um, yes. that's the only thing I can think of. We got some different faces coming in this time. So if you enjoyed the last one, we have another one with some different perspectives and all that fun jazz. So yes. be on the lookout. Right, and it's not Jacoby. Um, <laughs> but on that note, anything you want to add? No. Pretty much all of our bases here. Okay, good. Well, on that note, lovely people, we are out of here and we will talk to you guys next time. Yes. Take care of yourselves because this life shit gets crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>